Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. You are on and listening to and part of and going to experience some of the breakdown with Ms. Sharifa Hardy and me, Mr. Marvin Showtime Williams. Welcome, everyone, on this Friday night. We are so happy that you are tuned in and listening to what I consider one of the hottest new radio shows to hit the planet because me and Sharifa are part of it. And we are giving it to you on a Friday night where we could be elsewhere, but we want to give this to you. Hey, Sharifa, how you doing? <laughs> you know what? All I can do is just say you are the man, you know That's all I want to say is you are the man because oh, you took the you. words right out of my mouth. <laughs> It's like, do you know how you many know. places I can be right now? But I can't because right I got to be here with you. Because I got this new shoulders, my new ball and chain. Oh, my God. Every day at 9 o'clock, I got to be with y'all people. Oh, my God. Right. Right. Me and Marvin convince exactly. each other it's good for the people. And gosh damn it, why do you agree? <laughs> No, but it's so funny, right? Because it just reminds right. me, you know, when I always talk about my book, and I, you know, and I always tell people that, um, you know, the whole thing with my book is from laid off to loving life, and mm-hmm. I wanted to call it God kept closing the door, because that's really what happened. Every time I tried to get a day job, God was like, "No, I want you to help the people," and I was like, "No, but I want, you know, like clothes and houses." <laughs> and God mm-hmm. was like, "No." help the people. And I'm like, but but no, it took me six or seven times before I was like, okay, let me let me go on and help these people. <laughs> and help the people. <laughs> I Because God keeps yeah. closing the door. Mm-hmm. So I'm here. I'm here. I'm paying attention. I obey. But I'm so exactly. glad we have this opportunity because I have some things that I need to get off my chest today. I need to oh, talk about it. Okay. I needed some therapy. Oh, well, you know what? Did you see? Uh, what was that? What? 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 what, what? Did you no, see the, uh, okay, wait. wait. I'm going to have to. Okay. Hey. Okay. I'm going to have to. I'm gonna... You're not playing nice. Don't worry. Y'all listening, Sharifa, sometimes there's just too much that goes through that mind too fast. And she has to figure out which one she wants to talk about first. They all want to come out at the same time. <laughs> so we're going to let her so, choose the order. <laughs> and she's going to no, choose the order what she wants to talk about first. <laughs> wait. What happened uh, was okay. I wanted to tell the story, but I realized I hadn't asked the people for their help. I hadn't asked them to go out and post the show and tweet the show, and text the people uh, and let them know that the show was on. Because I didn't want to get to talking, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, man, it's just me and you on a Friday night. Right, right, you, right, right, right. I hear you. I'm not worried about right, that. So, like, however, however you talking and tweeting and texting, everything is evolving in its uh, true form, way that's going to evolve. So I'm fine. I wanted to know, did you see the Breakfast Club interview today with Monique? Or the no, or, no. I guess I saw it today. Wow. Mm-hmm. They were dis- you. Dis- yeah. you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't like your tone. 
Um, no, no, I'm, I'm saying that would be you, not kind of setting that, but it obviously is you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put the callers, the, the the people. I'm gonna put the people on hold for a minute. People, I'll put the people on. You guys are on hold. On hold. <laughs> people on hold. I'm gonna have to, you know, go into the little green room for a minute in my pretend world. <laughs> okay, because um. You take that moment. I, I don't. I don't think this is this is going the way I intended. I was just trying to figure out because you are an expert in these things about the whole what you, what you thought about the whole Netflix issue with Monique. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. That, no, that no, was no. My you know what? Answer. You know what? I get, 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 give it to me, and then I'm gonna tell you what my expert opinion is because you know we have a couple relationships all over the place. Um, but give it to me. What's the, what's the thought? What's going on? What happened? Okay, this, a few weeks ago, Monique wanted people mm-hmm. to boycott, boycott Netflix, and Charlemagne the guy from the Breakfast Club called Monique the donkey of the day. And so mm. after that, Monique went back on the Breakfast Club yesterday to mm-hmm. have a conversation with Charlemagne, Charlemagne directly about why he would do that. When she's fighting for mm. equality, she's fighting for black women, she's fighting for African-American mm. people in general, why he would call her the donkey of the day. And so I wanted to well, know you, you to, saw you it. To, well, I see it, but I can tell you right now, now I got to just tell viewers and stuff, I always have a pretty black and white business approach, you know, mm-hmm. to things. You know, I think a lot of times we, 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 we personalize business too much. If you have to realize that money is not anything to be attached to in any way emotionally, right? And when we have emotions attached to money, which is like really a man-made item, it didn't come from the earth. It's not godly in any way, even though it says in God we trust on it. Lie. The point is, it's an item that is man-made for a specific reason, and it's for trading of commodities and services, um, by those who have it, and it's structured that way. So when you tell people, and this is, I'm just going to just say it flat out, when you tell people to boycott Netflix, they're more than likely your supporters because you talk to your supporters and say, my supporters, black, white, green, whatever, or black people in general, you know, boycott Netflix. And let's just say, let's just say that we all do that, Sharifa. Let's just say that we all boycott Netflix, black people and Monique supporters of all different nationalities. But then at the same time, in doing that, you know, where do you want them to put the money so that you can build, obviously, what you want to build in terms of that equality? You see what I'm saying? Now Mm -hmm. you've guaranteed even less of a voice by boycotting if you don't have a plan. Boycotting without a plan is just telling people to have an extra $8, $9, $14 a month of discretionary income to be using elsewhere. That doesn't help the structure. You know what I'm saying? educating people, and Monique is on a certain platform, and I'm not calling her the donkey day at all. I'm just saying that, you know, I can see how someone like Charlemagne would go there because Netflix is so popular. Netflix is powerful in certain dimensions. Um, I can see the thought processes, but even that is not enough. I think at the end of the day what Monique should do, because Netflix is outright um, a, a documentary hub, you know, that's when you use your star power Either go to, like, you know, a crowdfunding portal or call your star-studded friends and put together a show or a docu-series 
with your sisterhood that you feel can go on a Netflix competitor, you know what I'm saying, and do things to drive those dollars that way. But an outright boycott means people are just taking their money out of Netflix, and a lot of them are going to be your supporters anyway, which actually weakens your position in a Netflix because they're giving you money because they know that you have a base. So when you tell your base to leave, well, then why should you be here? And then on the flip side of it, because as a business person, if you're not going to attract people to my business and I'm paying you and you tell all the people who support you to not come to my business, then I don't even really know why you need to be here anyway. So you have to think of all these things. And sometimes I know what it is. We want to be real. We want to be dope. We want to be hood. We want to be hard. We want to be, you know, in your face. But you have to realize this is chess, not checkers. You have to know what you're doing eight moves ahead um, to win. And sometimes when I see moves like that, those are what I call, you know, those are direct in your face. I'm not happy with you moves. And, you know, a lot of times in political scenes, and you know this too, you got to be a lot more suave than that. You know, um, I was remember talking to a producer about something like that a few months ago and the company made a very harsh move against one of his employees. And I remember telling um, this producer, I said, that was a direct in your face, move that was just way too harsh. Sometimes you have to understand the type of move that you want to make. And by Monique feeling that she has a power, I think she felt like she was, I think one of the Kardashians did it to Snapchat. I think one of the Kardashians, I think I was reading today, it was just in my phone. Like one of the Kardashians kind of like left Snapchat. I forget which one, it was Kendall or somebody. She left Snapchat and cost them to lose $1.3 billion in market share. I don't know if Monique's exodus, maybe that's where she got it from. Or she probably got it but she did it before. I don't know if her exodus is really going to hurt Netflix from that standpoint, because at the end of the day, you know, you want to be at a certain stature within Netflix, and you want to also tell your people, if you are telling them not to mess with Netflix for 8 or 9 or $14 a month, you want to tell them to go somewhere else. Um, that's going to benefit you. But an exodus of that money without telling it to go elsewhere is kind of like, Ah, it's like a plan, but not enough of a plan to actually help her succeed. I understand that she's disgruntled. I understand that she's mad about something, <laughs> obviously. No, and I, I get that, but equality, you know, it's kind of like um, it's me. I look at me. You know, I'm a black dude inside Hollywood, and everybody would say, oh, dude, black dudes in Hollywood, you know, they're not necessarily fairly represented, and blacks overall, da 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 and I get all that. You're stating, you know, the obvious. I get that. But still, I'm not related to Steven Spielberg, and I still jumped into Hollywood nine years ago. My company's been profitable every year. If I listen to all the people say, don't jump into Hollywood, because it's not like, you know, the thing that, you know, a black male should just think of doing when you're not overly connected to anybody, then I wouldn't have done it. But I also know that there's different factors and there's different ways to win, and business is business. And people choose to work with me for business reasons because I corner them into those business reasons. And I think Monique should, um, should, should, should do what she's doing, bring attention, but I just think she should add another layer of where she wants that money to go, work with a competitor, work with like a crackle from Sony, their advertiser-based, work with, you know, do something with Hulu, do something even with Vimeo or Vudu. We're, we're, in, a, we're in a day and age where a lot of, different she has a lot of different platforms to play with and she really wants to have a strong argument um but like i said you know more about that than me so i'm actually just giving you it off the top of my head i can see why people would say uh 
But at the same time, I don't know even what she's really mad about other than if it's equal pay, equal this, equal that, I get it. But then go produce what you want to produce and distribute it in, in, on one of the many platforms, you know. And that's not to say it's not happening. There's not inequality. There is. But you've got to play the game and win the game. It's like Jay-Z. I look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Jay-Z could have screamed out inequality because I remember when, he, when it was years ago and he was trying to be signed by all the labels. Jay-Z wasn't signed by no labels. And he created his own. So his, and it, he could have been like, damn, it's hard out here for a brother. It's hard out here for a pimp. You know, inequality is a beast, and I can't get signed by no label, but Jay-Z created Rockefeller. So some people say that's a good example, bad example. I just say he won, and that's the only example I know. Well, that's good enough. I mean, you came up with an example, and I'll take that example. I really wanted to hear your thoughts, and I really appreciate them. You gave me a lot more than I um, actually hoped for and expected. Um, When I watched it and when I look at the whole Monique ordeal, I – can see her perspective. I can see how she looks at it as a fight for equality, a fight for black women. There hasn't been a black woman on Netflix who has received a multi-million dollar offer. I see that and I agree with that. But I agree with you in about creating the opportunities. Also in the whole boycott and the Netflix thing, that was, um, you know, really my question, you know, because you didn't get the money you received for your project, you want everybody else to suffer. That's kind of yeah, like, how I looked at it. If you, if, if, if you tell more black people to leave Netflix, then they have more of a reason why to say your demographic is not here. And the other actors, Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying, uh, Chris Tucker, whomever, whomever, you know, these other, these, these other actors, um, they're going to get hit, too. Dave Chappelle has a, a great following. He has a, 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 a wide range, a wide base. But Monique just has to understand that all this really stuff really comes down to is metrics and data and executives running around. Um, and you're going to laugh when I say this kind of, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But it's really, Sharifa, it's executives running around Netflix with Excel sheets, with mm-hmm. demographic data on them. And all they do is the interns and the executives compile data from their subscriber and viewing base, and they look at the Monique bucket. And like any UPM or production manager, and you, you produce as well, you know that you have shows and your things. You look at the Monique bucket, and you say, Monique, we're going to pay you this much based upon your bucket. You know what I'm saying? And when she says, hey, um, my argument is, you know, black females need to get X, Y, and Z, I get that, but then you have to also go into that data and then hit the, the, the case and the argument of, you know, we have this much of a power in Netflix, you know what I'm saying? And we feel we deserve this for these reasons. She's probably looking at the topical approach, which is there's some success of the shows, and she feels the women need to be empowered with more pay. And that's, that's always a great argument. But sometimes that war isn't won in one fight. Maybe that war is to be won in a year, year and a half, two years, because Netflix is not as old as the NBC. They're not as old as the CBS. You know, they can be here one day and gone tomorrow, too. Netflix has to be careful. Um, they are extremely powerful. They do spend a lot. And she's hearing about some of the other numbers I know that other actors are getting. But she has to, she has to worry about her viewing audience saying that. And I would think what's more important is rather than Monique saying that, is to really galvanize her base so they're, they're screaming that, and not just black women, but white women, Latin women, Asian women saying, Monique needs this number 
because that's an even stronger audience. And we all know in business, the customer's always right. So if all your customers of different nationalities and demographics are saying Monique deserves this money, then you have a stronger argument and nobody's mad at you, you know? Because even, mm-hmm. like, when I'm looking at Gal Gadot, okay, let's talk about, let's, let's not make it a black issue. Let's just say, people say, Marvin, you ain't acting black enough. Okay, let me act business enough then. Here we go. Gal Gadot, who's the star of Wonder Woman, that's like a white European lady. And then, uh, and then I know uh, Monique would be like, okay, now what's your point? She don't get paid nearly as much as her other cohorts in, in Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? And she killed Wonder Woman. She didn't get that much money off of Wonder Woman. She destroyed Wonder Woman to go into like the other DC movie. So you're not just championing black women. That's just one slice of the pie. You got to say not only Monique, but you got to say the star of Wonder Woman didn't make no chips. She did. And Wonder Woman went and did hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't know what show Monique did went and did hundreds of millions of dollars over a few weekends. But Gal Gadot needs to be over there with Wonder Woman. And what Monique needs to be doing since she's on a platform is she needs to be calling Gal Gadot and calling Reese Witherspoon, who's best friends over there with Oprah, and calling Oprah and galvanizing a movement and a revolution. She Oprah got enough money to where she can create the Oprah Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Starring Monique. Yeah, but but you, do, yeah. you do realize that Monique says that Oprah is part of the black ball against her. So she can't go Well, then Oprah. let me tell you something. Well, then let me tell you something. I don't control. Okay, well, then go to Steven Spielberg. If you don't go to Steven Spielberg, go to Bill Gates. If you don't go to Bill Gates, go to Paul Allen. Go there there's to, a will, there's a way. That's your point. Yeah, my, my, okay, my point is this. How do you, okay, I'm, I'm going to give this one to you, Sharifa. How do you go from not that much where Monique came from, claiming she came from an impoverished ways of life, and create mm-hmm. a successful comedic career? from chicken scratch, from nothing, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. get to this plateau, then all of a sudden look confused when a door is slammed in your face. Have you gotten too comfortable? Because you started, and you created this name for yourself, Monique, from the gutter, from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? She came in being Monique, built a brand, built an, an infectious following. She did all these things from a struggle point, and now she's at a certain plateau a door is closed, and she don't know what to do. But if that one door closed for her back in the day, she would have found another door, another door, another door, like she did to create her career is what I'm trying to say. So when that door closes for her at a certain level, it's also, it's also a lot of ego involved, you know. Her agent's going back and forth. They're putting stuff in her head, you know what I'm saying? Like, girl, you need to be making this much. I can't believe. Oh, you need to stand up for yourself. Then, you know, her, her kitchen full of her friends, you know how that goes, because when you pay, you have your kitchen full of friends. Saying, girl, mm-hmm. you know what you need to do? Tell, tell, tell all your people stop watching Netflix. That's what you need to do. You got one that that brilliant friend of yours drinking too much, gives you that brilliant idea. You know what I'm saying? And you drinking along with them. And since y'all in your lavish house now with your brilliant friends, girl, because you know what, you can shut down Netflix. Uh oh. You feel me? <laughs> so, it's funny. Like you, you, we can be the fly on the wall in that kitchen. While they telling Monique, yeah, yeah, that's what you do, girl. You boycott. Tell everybody boycott Netflix. That one drunk friend in the room. You know what I'm saying? But that, and didn't, I'm, that, I'm, didn't, help. that didn't help. Well, no, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that when no, that didn't when help you're not her. paid. Not, not that you're, you Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, you're saying that. No, of course it didn't help because at the same time, when you're, when you're like, okay, I'll put you this way. We have the breakdown, right? So right now, right. we're not. 
like all over the world. We're not super big. Well, that's our ambition. We're going in that. We're going in that way. Hey, we used to have no listeners, no callers. Now we have the hits. And you know, we're moving. So we see our metrics, right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, nobody's really in our ear about how we should manage a breakdown and whether we need to do this. Blah, 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 blah. I love that. Though. I this. love that. No, you're right. Please, because now no, we have, we, we're clear. No. We're, we're clear, right? We're focused. But then right. you let it grow. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have these two assistants and then four interns and then this manager right. and this agent and these handlers. And then when Sharifa don't get her money, which they all eat on, right, and they all get percentages right. of, they're like, oh, Sharifa, you be, tell them to not listen to this no more. Part of it, part of the bias and part of the motivation is that other people also aren't getting paid when Monique don't get paid her money. When Monique gets paid millions, people get bigger checks. They get commissions. So sadly, when people get bigger, they allow, they allow, you know, other people to influence their ear. But these other people also have their own reasons for you making more money. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And sometimes Absolutely. they, can, they, they have can, their own agenda. Exactly. And sometimes when you're just coming up, you don't have all those people in your ear. And you're making good moves. You're making clear moves. And then all of a sudden, when why do you think that, don't we always look at it when they say 80% or 70% of NFL or NBA players go broke after um, they leave the league? When they're first coming up in the league, they don't really have that much money. You see what I'm saying? Not statistically, right. not the majority. They're coming up. There's just a few of them. you got you, your mom, your dad, and a couple homies, and you're trying to make it into the NFL. It's just a few of y'all. When you make it into the league, all of a sudden, there's a lot more people. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot more people around you, and that's a lot more people trying to influence, and that's a lot more people living off you, and that's a lot more people who want you to get a hundred million dollar check. When you when you're in high school, they're not there like that. You might have boosters here and there that you're trying to deal with. When you're in college, yeah, you're getting some of the limelight, but you're not a, a machine yet. You're not a business yet. You know what I'm saying? But after you get a yeah. hundred million, two hundred million dollar contract, a hundred fifty million dollar contract, you're technically a business. You're a nice sized business. And you have a lot of people in your ear talking about what you should and should not be doing and how much money you should be making versus the next guy. But like you said, they have their motivation. They have their interests. They have their selfish needs. And sometimes when I see a Monique making a move like that, it's kind of like, was that 100% you? Or is that also people telling you what you need to be earning because they're getting a piece of your pie? Right, right. No, I looked at that as well. I definitely looked yeah. at that as well. And and I don't I just, know if any if anybody is smart. Like, are the Oprah Winfrey's of the world? Not the, and then just kind of this one last thing. Even if you don't like Oprah, you don't get on Oprah's bad list if you're in entertainment, unless you got another mogul who loves you. You get what like I'm saying? Like Ellen. Yeah, like did you see? Like, did you see the whole Ellen thing with Trump? Mm-mm. I think I need to you, you, need to be a little be. bit more. I, this is what I do. I have to find out what's going on in the world so I no, can have an I, opinion I, and I can be. I I love it, and I come in very. <laughs> I come in from the world of under. Un, I, you're like on top of Disneyland, and you're like, oh look at me, I'm Mickey Mouse and Minnie, and Marvin is below Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Dealing with all kinds of things in entertainment that really reach a surface later. You know what I'm saying? And you're dealing yes. with entertainment today while well, I'm looking at all these contracts and these deals that are, like, for, like, next year, in the next few months. You know what I'm saying? And I'm very happy yes. you're on the pulse of what's happening now. But, again, that's the reason why we have such a really cool dynamic. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me, tell me about Ellen. What happened, what's going on with Ellen? 
Okay. So, wait. Um, I have to, to, um, I know I'm, I'm like live on television and I, and I'm, um, stalling for time and I'm announcing that I'm stalling for time. Do you know, I don't want to tell the story and get the story all, um, messed up, but. Well, I can, I can, I can, I can talk about other things if you need a couple more minutes to get a story. Okay. No, 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 I don't need a couple more minutes i'm just gonna get back to stalling that's that's what i do i like to stall okay no i i do you you do your component of the show the way you do don't let me have you do it any other way than you want to do it so if we stalling what am i supposed <laughs> to talk about cheese cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say we were uh, stalling. i was stalling. oh i was stalling well we teammates so if, anyway if, you know what i'm stalling no okay no this is a lonely stall all alone anyway oh, okay. okay i don't even feel like okay. going that far anymore now now it ain't even that important but trump okay. insulted oprah on twitter he said she gave mm. some talk that was biased and he wasn't very nice to her so ellen degeneres put together this little video clip comparing oprah and trump Oprah, um trump said oprah was insecure so Ellen played a video of Oprah, then she played a video of Trump showing right. the comparison. Then, you know, right. it was just, it was really interesting. It was really cool. And the whole message from Ellen was, if you mess with Oprah, you mess with me, because that's my friend. Mm. And when you said mm. that, it kind of reminded and, me of the whole thing. Being yeah, and, 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 and politics is much like the coolest kids in high school. It's very, mm-hmm. in, in the world, that's what it is. We're run by a few leaders. Right. And it's just like high school is a good depiction of the world to me. Like when you get to high school, you're like, oh, and it's very nerve wracking. and You're trying to figure out who you are and you're looking at who the cool kids are and this and the others. And all of a sudden you're trying to emulate that or be a part of it because, you know, that's the force. That's the power. You know, the cool kids have a certain dimension. I mean, I can't lie. I was I was I was I was there. But on the flip side of it, um, (laughs) and but, you know, I was I was I was in it to win it. We we, we, you know, you know. We, we, we was all right, but on the flip side, no, but you know what it is too? I was, I was fortunate to where, because I had moved so much, I was always quick to try to be funny or make a, uh, mm-hmm. make the, turn, turn something out of, into something out of nothing, basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was always quick and witty, but at the same time, I always played sports. I, and I wasn't mm-hmm. bad with my grades. You get what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, when I came into school, you know, okay, athlete, you get the athlete stigma. You get what I'm saying? And then you kind of got the jokes and you're funny. So naturally you get put onto a plateau because, and, and, and if anybody knows anything about sports, you know, you have what you have, you're like your bigger brother. So you have, when you come into a sports arena, a sports situation, you have your bigger brothers who, and they kind of like bring you up too. You feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then you put on these mm-hmm. pedestals. And, 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 if you, and, and, and if you tell a couple funny jokes at the right time at the right pedestal, you know, you push you further up because then they're like, okay, you've got that little thing on. So, you know, I was, I was cool. I never really had a problem in school um, trying to really um, fit in because I could tell a few jokes to kind of get in. Or you, we had sports. So I can always, you know, deal with either or, even though my life at times was absolutely upside down, you know, and I can't even say at times, the majority of the time that I was studying my life was upside down because I was dealing with forces outside of school. I would always look at my friends and they'd be talking about like, you know, their problems. And I'd be like, that's just so much a regular kid problem. I don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Tonight for dinner, I'm going to have a seven up. 
You know what I'm saying? So it would be like, my problems are real and y'all is punks. But on the flip side of it, that's also, that's all very one-sided too because sometimes I would go into their households and even though their financial structure was way better than mine, man, their houses would be turned up. You know what I'm saying? Like this mm-hmm. one, oh yeah, financial structure is fine, but the daddy walks through is a drunk, crazy person. And I'm like, ooh, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> all your bills is paid, but that he, he, he Jason. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to stay away from him. Like, when he comes home, we don't, none of us need to be here. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it would be, it would be, I'll be trying to give advice. Like, can we just all get in y'all, like, little, uh, what's that, like, minivan or whatever the hell y'all got? Can we all leave? Because he back. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'd be like, I'd rather be uh, at 7-Eleven versus over here. So uh, wow. it, 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 it's funny how, you know, you see, the, and, then, and then I remember, it's like I had a friend in, um, in high school, and I can't even go too deep into him because his case was very interesting. But his mom was a politician, and he got into some things. But then he was he was he was a little white kid. His mom was a politician. He got into some things, and then um, however the story ended up, he was actually I believe killed at home, like shot a lot of times in the face. It was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And I went to like a prominent a school that was like you know a Catholic school with tuitions and this and the other. And it was a, it was a trip to see. Um, I had one of my friends, uh, prominent, and, you know, she, her family was very well to do little white girl. She OD'd on Coke, you know, in, in our school wow. year. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you say, damn, I had to move 20 times and maybe that was good. Cause maybe I wasn't supposed to afford no cocaine. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so you get what I'm saying? Cause like you, you always say, huh, I want this. And then you really look around. I know I got, I got people that I know at 21, they were given million dollar, um, inheritances or whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, but now they're on the run. Can we call them and ask them for advertising? Oh, that now they're on the run? I was about to say, because if they <laughs> yeah. have $20 million no, inheritances, we no, 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 make a few no, when no, when, no, when they were 21, they got a $1 million inheritance. And then what oh, happens okay. is, but but but, but at, with, at 21, I guess you don't have the discipline for that money, but now they're like on the run. You feel me? So then you say, damn, like you want a million dollars, but like I, I look at I look at like professional athletes. I remember talking to a couple mm-hmm. of them, and this is after they Sharifa they had 120, 140, 200 million dollar contracts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean over time that's how, that was their contract value was for, and now they hate their life because the contracts are gone. Wow. They don't really have a way to make that money. They got like ten baby mamas. Child support takes any money they even think they made. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the judge is like, you better go make some money or you in trouble, trouble. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, all assets gone, seized. So it's very hard sometimes when I think, and I'm like, well, maybe, you know, for me, I was very close to pro this or this or that or the other, and it was just a couple decisions, you know what I'm saying? And to just keep everything moving. Like, I look at my kid, my kid's over there, you know, full-ride scholarship, blah, 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 blah. So, it's just decisions and, 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 and some talent. I always say talent is, is, is your discipline and your practice. You know, how disciplined mm-hmm. are you to practice so that people say you're talented? You know what I'm saying? You're not just Absolutely. talented. Very few of us are just so talented you sound like Whitney Houston out the box. It's more like, yeah. do you have enough discipline to practice enough to become talented? People are going to say our show is great, but that's because we were disciplined enough to practice it enough and make it great. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so we're going to keep practicing and we're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to stop for a commercial break. We're going to 
talk to our listeners, give them some details on how they can um, move forward with the Breakdown Radio Show in a mm-hmm. few minutes. Okay? I love that. Pay some bills time. When you need an expert plumber, you need jordansruder.com. Get free estimates, 24-hour service, special discounts for seniors and veterans. That's jordansruder.com. Have a home repair or some remodeling you need done? No problem. We can handle all that, too. Give us a call today at 800-300-0358. At Jordans Ruder, we take pride in our work and always make sure to get the job done right the first time. That's jordansruder.com. We want to be your Mr. Fix-It. If you are just now tuning in to the Breakdown Radio Show with Sharifa Hardy and Marvin Showtime Williams, then you have missed out on a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun tonight. If you're listening to this show on your computer and you'd like to join the conversation, feel free to give us a call at 646-564-9989. Again, that number is 646 646- Five six four nine nine eight nine. If you're listening to the show on the phone and you like to join the conversation, if you have a question or a comment for tonight's host, feel free to press one to the conversation. What are we discussing now, Marvin? Because I really did uh, have another question about the whole Monique issue. Even oh, we can we can business, we can stay there. We can stay no, there. I don't want to necessarily stay there, but I, I did want to um, add one thing. Aside from the whole Netflix issue, they were discussing on The Breakfast Club about Monique being difficult. And it's like, when I look at the situation, and I can tell you honestly, when I look at the situation with a strictly unemotional viewpoint, I find her difficult. You know, I'm like, okay, first you mad at Oprah and Tyler and, and you know, talking, doing a media circuit on being blackballed. Then now you you want everyone in the world to boycott Netflix, and so mm-hmm. to me that just seemed a little difficult. However, well, on the other mm-hmm. hand, mm-hmm. no, I'm Marvin. Saying, well, no, 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 I don't want to cut you off because I, I hate I hate because you inspire me to you talk too damn much. So let me let me keep listening. Okay, I'm listening. I like listening. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so I'm listening. I said that was from a strictly unemotional viewpoint. But mm-hmm. when I look at it from an emotional viewpoint and I look at it at, from the experience of a black woman, I'm like, you know what? There, I can think of so many different instances where I was treated a certain way, and I know it's because I was a black woman. There's nothing that said or they told me, but I know it's because I'm a black woman. I can say a certain sentence, and it sounds angry, it sounds mad, it sounds, I mean, it could be the sweetest thing, you you know, the simplest question, but if I ask a question or if I want to know something, then I come across more as difficult. So I'm like, okay, maybe she's not being difficult. Maybe she's doing what she says she is, and she's standing up for what she believes is injustice. You're both right. I think you know when you look at when you look at culture, you look at you look at Monique's upbringing. Um, she's going to be in your face with it. She's going to speak her mind. I just know that at the end of the day, you're right. There are things. There are biases. We know that there's biases in business. But you know, I'd be around. I'd be around white Irish people, and they just as crazy. <laughs> I'd be around Italian people, 
I got I got an Italian partner. I'm gonna bring him on the show in a, in, a, in about a week and a half. He's just as crazy. He you you think this? He just came out of jail last week. He's a very intelligent brother in commodities. I mean, he's a white dude. I'm gonna say Italian. I okay, wait. I do want to make sure but, but, I clarify that. I, I missed that. You said you no, would think but, he did, or you said he did. No, he came out of jail. Last no, you would, you would, you you would, you would think he did. You would think he did. Okay, that's but, why I clarified. So that's sure his, I heard what I heard. That's his approach. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was on the phone with this older white, uh, and I keep, I, I, I don't want my listeners thinking, like, you know, Marvin's like, oh, white, green, blue, black, I'm just the color of the skin. I'm just trying to just go where we're going because obviously we're going into like, you know, you know, the, the, the racial undertones and the racial biases. But I remember dealing with doing business with this um, uh, Caucasian older Jewish guy. And it was the funniest thing in the world, Street, because if you were on the phone with me with this dude, you would have been laughing your butt off. We were having a very simple conversation. Real simple, right? And, and and it was real simple about what he had to do, not me, right? Mm-hmm. What he had to do. Before I know it, this dude is yelling at the top of his lungs, and I'm like, um, excuse me, but who are you yelling at? I'm yelling at myself. I'm like, okay, wait a second. Now you're losing your goddamn mind on me because I don't know where the heck this conversation is going to go if we keep having it like this, you know? You need to just hang up and keep yelling at yourself because I don't do this. So what I'm saying is that, <laughs> you know, when it, comes to, when, when, when it comes to Monique, right, you know, <laughs> It's, it's yes, you have to see no, but you have to see how the game <laughs> is played. Monique, when you walk in, they want you to be the angry black woman because that helps their narrative of why they don't want to do business with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not just the angry right. black woman; it's the angry woman who ain't getting enough money. That's what they mm-hmm. want you to be like. They're gonna say things to you that they can catch you slipping just when they can say, "Oh, there she go, get acting angry." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> told you. Told you she's difficult. That's why we don't want to give her no money. If we give her some money, how's she really going to act? What happened? No, it was just but so funny it, because, no, I just have to tell you, I'm sorry. It reminds mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. so much of my ex-husband. And my ex-husband mm-hmm. used to say, he used to say, he was like, you, Sharifa, you just be going off. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't just be going off. I'm like, usually... Right. Something happens between the time I right. wake up and the time I go off, <laughs> and usually right. that's you. You know, that's what right. I would tell them. So it's like I can see all these people think I'm just angry. I just go off or I like to just do this stuff, and it's nice because mm. there is injustice. There is inequality. I know. But 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 I'm going to say okay. this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Okay. Okay. Knowing that, okay, okay I'm, I'm, this is game. Right, this I hear I you. I heard you. That one word. That one word. That one word. I heard this you is, said knowing that. Knowing that this is how Libras look at it. If I know that I'm walking to a place and they're going to say, "Oh, here comes an angry black guy," I'm not going to be the angry black guy. I'm going to walk in and be the eloquent, soft smoking, giving you some jabs in the gut guy because I'm going to make you think. You see what I'm saying? So if Monique mm-hmm. is going in, her approach is simply, I guess y'all are going to gal adopt me too, because she's Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. If Wonder Woman can't get paid, I don't know why y'all are paying me. You see what I'm saying? Right. You start bringing right. up references, and the obvious pink elephant, the obvious black elephant in the room, Monique, is the fact that you are the black woman. That we all know. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't even have to be even mentioned or said. You are the black oh, but wait, woman in there. Wait. wait. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay, I'm listening. But I just had to mention this. I just had to say this mm-hmm. part. I'm listening to the interview, the whole interview, right? This is a perfect, mm-hmm. this to me. Okay, I, 
I don't even know what this has to do with absolutely anything, but I wanted to share this. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the whole entire interview, which I'm assuming, and again, this is an assumption, and you know more about this world than I do, but I'm assuming this is in regards to business because this is about her money. But the entire hour-long interview, she calls her husband daddy. I was blown away by that. Maybe it's just me, but I was like, wow. Wow. I don't know. I, just, yeah. I, I was just, this whole you thing was just mm. interesting to me. Like, well, you, you know, want to change we, the image of black, of black woman, though. You want to change the right. image. You want to change the way they see you. You want to change the way you, you are paid. You know what I mean? But then the whole entire right. interview, you call your husband daddy. And I know that's her daddy. I know that's her best friend and that's her manager. But mm. you call him daddy the entire interview. I was well, just you like, saw, you saw said. Well, giving me a lot right there. When you say that, and you saying daddy, and you saying, and I'm not trying to get into Monique's business. The last thing I need, well, actually, it'd be great after she called our show and had an argument because it already needs to go up. <laughs> so, but the point is, it'd be like the breakdown, get into it with Monique, and we'd with be like, Monique. hey, com- commercial break coming like a mug now. But, <laughs> so, but what it's, it's the funny part about it is that. When I remember when I back a few minutes ago, I was talking about you know what's the instigator for you to get more money. Well, right. if you calling your husband manager daddy, that's to me beginning. And I'm not trying to talk too much about Monique's business, but I'm beginning to hear the person who's in the background talking about girl. You know they. I, you right. know what? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about? I said that before we started the show. That was my conclusion, mm. and I was like, you know what? Right. I wonder what. Marvin's going to say. And so I asked mm-hmm. you because I was dying by now. Mm-hmm. If nobody else is dying mm-hmm. to hear what you're going to say, mm-hmm. I'm dying so to kind. hear your view on everything that's going mm-hmm. on. So I was like, okay, this is what mm-hmm. I think. I think she listened to her husband. I think he's putting all this, you mm-hmm. know, I think he, she really listened mm-hmm. to him and he's her manager or whatever. Yeah. So when you said her yeah. team and the people and different things, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, daddy. I mean, well, because if well, that's daddy, I, I, that's who you listen to. That's yeah. who you have to listen to is that. Yeah, and and, and and it's just like, you know, I look at it like this. I look at it when Beyonce had to, like, you know, sever her relationship with Matthew, her daddy, um, mm-hmm. to, for her career. And that's the choice that she made, right? All I know is this, mm-hmm. is, that, is that when you're the commodity, which Monique is, you know, you can have someone to help you to get to a certain plateau. That doesn't mean they're really equipped to get you to the next plateau. Maybe Monique is fighting to get to another plateau of financing this, any other, but daddy still got that kind of information. I'm not saying nothing against mm-hmm. Monique's relationship with her husband. I would love for her, as a matter of fact, call in to argue with us. That'd be great. And have Daddy on the phone, too. And Sydney, on by the fl- way. Uh, That's Sydney. Yeah, and Sydney. But, but on the flip side, because I, I, I respect, I, like, I love Monique and her work, and I love what she's done because she's made a ton of people laugh, cry, smile. She's done her job, you know what I'm saying? And I understand where she's mm-hmm. at because she wants to make more money, and she sees, look, I'm going to tell you something. Monique ain't stupid. Monique, okay, you know, Monique, one of them girls, I'll put it like this. If you're in a line, and just imagine if Monique behind you, and she sees Marvin get a check for $12 million, and then Sharifa get a check for 200000 and then Monique get a check for 50000 you know Monique is the type, the first one to speak on it. Like, now, hold up. That brother went and got $12 million, uh, Sharifa got 200000 and I got 50000 Monique ain't going to be quiet about it. You know what I'm saying? She's going to tell mm-hmm. Daddy, she's going to tell Sydney, and it's going to be a whole conversation. And then you always get to the point where, I mean, Monique just got to do better with her numbers. You know, mm-hmm. by, by, by taking the knee that way, you know what I'm saying? 
That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's trying to like, you know, rise up, stand up, make her, she's trying to make her move. You know what I'm saying? You got to know mm-hmm. how to do it. Cause you can't really be self-righteous when Colin Kaepernick took the knee, he wasn't taking knees, taking about, I want to get more money. <laughs> right. He wasn't taking right. knee like that. You feel me? He was taking a knee for injustice. It's very hard right. to always say, Hey man, I'm coming for injustice. But the first off, we're going to talk about how much I'm paid. Is that the injustice? Right. How much, how much you paid? Yeah. Cause what yeah. needs to be is, let me, let's talk about this is the injustice. Until, and, I did, and I, I'm just going to give people game on how to do this. If you already paid and you already live in lavish, this, and the other, and you ain't getting paid that much in the first place because you're saying I ain't getting paid for Netflix too much, I would counter, because I'm a political person, I would counter with this move. I'd be like, look, daddy, we ain't, going, we ain't getting paid that much from Netflix. You know, we mad about what we're getting paid. You know what I'm saying? So let's use this, let's use this as a donation and a write-off. This is what we're going to do. We're going to donate our little-ass pay from Netflix to um, – Organizations and nonprofits for equality. You get what I'm saying, right? So then all of a sudden yes. it sounds like I'm not fighting for my money. I'm gonna matter of fact, I'm gonna donate these finance. And then people get inquire, well, damn, how much you donating? How much you paying you? I'm only getting paid a hundred thousand dollars, even though I got a hot show. But then these other guys got the same kind of numbers as me, but they get ten million dollars. I get a hundred thousand. So I'm gonna take my hundred thousand and I'm gonna donate the whole thing to this group over here for equality and let them lawyers work it out for the people all over the world. Next, and then I'm going to write that off at the end of tax season and say, what's up, government? You feel me? Because then you're saying the exact same thing, but now I believe your inequality because you gave all your money away. Or at least that right. little sorry-ass pay you're getting. You feel me? Because right. I'm like, Sharifa, if you, you, if, that's not the political move I would play. I would say, Sharifa, we ain't making no money, and we might make a statement, and we already good. Monique is good because she, she, she got residuals coming in. She has money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, even daddy got a couple of dollars in his back pocket from being her manager. <laughs> so let's just say that they can right. afford a couple of things still. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, we ain't making that much money. Donate even half to, because even if you do half, and because people, you know, they ain't always the brightest on everybody understood math. One plus one equal, does not equal three. Mm-hmm. But if you say half, mm-hmm. to most of the public, they're going to understand this. Yeah, I donated half my salary to organizations for, um, Equality, you know something that 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 push for um, equality. It's the same thing that Mark Wahlberg and everybody did. Um, whether well, what was the movie? It was Transformers or whatever it was. You know, Mark put up yes. like you know some money because yeah, right because his co-stars weren't making that much money. You know what I'm saying? And so Mark was like, I'm putting up money. Then all of a sudden, CAA put up money. You feel what I'm saying? And then everybody knew how right. much Mark was making. Then everybody knew how much Homegirl was making. But when you say I want to get more money, it's injustice. No, nah, your contract's ain't good. That's all that is. Because let me tell you something. Shia LaBeouf, I think, off the first Transformers, and he was a star of it, I think Shia LaBeouf made under $10 million. Michael Bay, the director, pulled in like $75 million off the first mm-hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand when your contract ain't right. Uh, when I look at um, was it Robert Downey Jr.'s contract for Iron Man, he's got it so twisted. I don't remember reading this, and I don't know how accurate it is, but he's so twisted that Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is so twisted that he'll make like $50 million just for an appearance in an Avengers movie. While all the other cast members mm. get like two to three or four million, a hundred thousand. Rodney be like, Rodney, he'd be like, look, man, I used to break into houses. I was wild with it. I was crazy. But my agent, dope, he gave me $50 million for just an appearance in this movie. We so good. We stupid. You feel me? So are you really getting mad at you or is daddy now forgetting how to negotiate your contract to get you all the money so he says uh, boycott? Right. Is that your best move, really? So yes, I'm like, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't boycott. I would, I would boycott like this. I would say, you know what, y'all keep, keep. I would say, you know what, 
maybe not enough black people watching Netflix. Please, more people, come on, subscribe, and I'm going to give halfway, half my money away because I don't need it anyway, and I ain't making that much. And then, Alyssa, everybody knows how much you're making because if you give away 150 everybody knows you're making 300 If you're giving away half a million, everybody knows you're making a million. You know what I'm saying? And right. then you write it right. off on your taxes, you know what I'm saying, as a donation. You feel me? And, and then everybody is exposed to what the problem is. And then people start, the customers start saying, yo, what's wrong with her pay? You feel me? And when the customers right. say what's wrong with your pay, the little Asian girl, the little white girl going to Berkeley, like, I'm going to go pick it for Monique. <laughs> I'm creating a Monique. I'm creating a Monique um, sisterhood on campus. Now you got a problem, Netflix. You feel me? Because when that starts happening, then you got a viral approach about to take place. But it's hard for people to sympathize with a person saying, I'm not getting paid enough. There's something wrong here. And people should boycott. That's, I'm not saying it's coming even from a bad place. It can be, that's great intentions. I'm just saying that I think there's a better way to sell it. I agree wholeheartedly. I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, and her I mean, whole argument. Uh, and, and, and let me mm-hmm. tell you something. One last thing. If you just say you was going to mess, mess with me, right? Let's just say for us, we, mm-hmm. we, we signed a clear channel or something crazy, right? And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. put it to you this way. They're like, oh, Marvin, uh, uh, the breakdown, yo, pay is $10 million and Sharifa's pay is $1 million. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's just say, mm-hmm. let's look at mm-hmm. that, right? And you can be like, oh, mm-hmm. Sharifa busting the room. Oh, I'm about to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Jackie Brown on you. You know what I'm saying? You are not about to give him $9 million mm-hmm. more money. Now, there's a way you can sell it, or you can be like, like I said, the game plan is, oh, you know what? Let's just publicize this. Let me email Ellen. Ellen, I'm about to give $200,000 in advertising to your show. Um, that's part of my pay. I only make a million dollars. And because Martin, mm-hmm. when he gets paid ten million, I get paid one million. But I want to give money around to the to the woman, the women's rights and equalities, uh, the the places that are pushing for equality. Because I don't think it's right, and I want to buy advertising. I want to buy these things to expose <laughs> that. And this is what I'm making. And then I'm gonna be like this. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna call Clear Channel. Like, Hold, look, homie, you better get part of my money away because Ellen called me personally. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. uh, somehow Sharifa done exposed it, and I think we're gonna split this eleven million in half, five point mm-hmm. five to five point five, because you ain't making these women mad at me. I'm gonna right. be there, then publicizes right. like I didn't do this, and you know what, Sharifa, I didn't even accept it. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's, oh, oh, that's there's, good because you know how to be at your house, at your door, with my feet up on your couch, looking you know, at you, talking about and, um, and, Marvin. You make what? You make and, what? And then. And then and, and then if you go crazy, and then if you know how people be sinister and stuff, it'll be like this. And if you go crazy, I'll be like, oh, Sharifa went crazy on me. That's why they want to pay me more. Because <laughs> I'm That's easy to deal with That's yeah, what they so would say, though. You, that, they would say that. And then all, of a sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you and Monique going to be over there talking about quick the breakdown and quit <laughs> Netflix. And I'm going to be like, uh. But, but see, I know your intentions, though. And see, I guarantee mm-hmm. you that, and I'm going to say some funny stuff. As much as I'm being funny, I guarantee you that Monique's the kind of friend that if you get into some mess with, you want her to have your back. She's probably going to show up for, for, for business. You know what I'm saying? Right. She's probably going to show up but that's like, me, I got though. your back, boo. No, I know that's, that's you, boo. I'm saying it. No, but the reason I say nothing... that is because I have so many friends. This is my – I have so mm-hmm. many – I won't even just say friends. Acquaintances, people that I've known, and they were like, oh, Sharifa, you're this, you're that. You know, you, you, I can be intimidating. Sharifa, you're intimidating. But then when they need somebody to talk to someone, they ask Sharifa, ask Sharifa, can you talk to them? No. Why I got to talk to them? You know what I mean? Why you can't talk to them? Yep. Oh, now you want me to intimidate them. You know, I, yeah. uh, one of my, my old managers told me, she said, she said, Sharifa, you intimidate people. And I said, I don't well, I, intimidate I think, people. People are intimidated think, by me. 
No, I think it's just one thing. If you're not used to somebody who's in front of your face talking about why you get so much lunch money, mm-hmm. that's just a question. It's just how they presented it. Uh, a little timid person is going to like look away, not even ask a question, and you'd be like, you got a problem? They'd be like, no, nah, I ain't got no problem. But they got the same question in their brain. They just don't know how to present it. Right. You know, and a more passive person is going to say, well, I, I sure wish I could have some too. That's passive, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go through the different levels of people and their psychology. You know, passive-aggressive person is going to do it one way. But then you're going to get right to the point. Look, uh, why do you get so much? Now, all in somebody's face, but they're like, is that aggressive? No, I just packaged the same question that we all had. You package it your way. I'm just saying Monique is packaging her question a certain way. Everybody in the room tell you the truth. Look, I guarantee you this. This is what's sad about what's happening to Monique. She's kind of like also being crucified for no reason. A gang of women in Netflix who work in Netflix will probably side with Monique. They just ain't going to side with Monique because they want to keep their job. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a gang of women and a gang of women actresses is going to be like, I'm going to side with Monique, but I'm going to keep my job. So I'm going to package the same situation differently. Monique, like you, wears her shirt on her sleeve. Now simply not the time to do that. And then telling everybody to cut Netflix, some people are addicted to Netflix like more than crack. They're going to be like, nah, mm-hmm. Monique, I own $7.99. I get to binge. Are you crazy? I you got to Netflix and chill. Care. You can't just chill. Yeah. yeah you, then you say, you, yeah, then they, you go, you cut off Netflix, you be like, what else am I going to watch? I ain't right. going to binge on like that. You crazy? My favorite show is here. Not, Monique, I got your back. One, say, say, cut something else I love off. you, girl. I love you. Tell me not to buy no more butter. Don't do anything. Right. But I just don't want to cut off Netflix. You know what I'm saying? You so, know what I'm saying? Tell, I'll put you know, down the swine. You know what I mean? I'll yeah, give you something exactly. I don't even want. <laughs> Exactly. I'll give you something I don't want. Tell me, tell me to go donate some shoes. Tell me to do anything else but give away my no Netflix. Netflix don't cost me no money. In the first okay, place. but then you know the thing about it, this is my thing. Okay, so I have to also be mm-hmm. honest about this thing when discussing okay. Monique. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Monique be funny in years. I have. I mean, that's what okay, part of, all, of what Charlemagne. I'm you sorry. Hit, you she, hit, you she hit made the nail a on the head. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But she made a choice, and she wouldn't discuss this on the show, really, but she made a choice, a calculated choice. I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but she made a choice to but, do more dramatic pieces. So she moved but, but see, into the thing. Theme. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mom. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, but I'm saying this. I'm agreeing with you. Remember I said in the beginning, I said the Monique Bucket, she got to see what see yes. on old Excel, she, she got to see what her numbers are. Right. I don't think it was to her advantage because her numbers ain't what they used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like you're saying, this ain't sitcom Monique that mm-hmm. we're looking at. This is, like you're saying, the more dramatic Monique. You feel me? The Monique trying to get her color purple on. You feel me? So right. what, what ends up happening is, what ends up happening, and then when you try to get your color purple on and you're doing, you changing, you shifting gears, probably because daddy telling you to shifting gears, and then he tells you not to be friends with Oprah. I don't know what the hell you're doing. So it sounds to me like you need some new management. And then you're going to go piss off Netflix? No, nah, I don't know. You need new management to me. I'm just like, you tripping. You're going to go from Monique. Okay, you look like, she your bread and butter is not funny. She in love. No, but just, no, no, no. No, I'm just saying that, you know, that love is, whew, that love, that, that love is, is all good and everything until you get to relationship number three. Then you realize number one was bad. But then on the flip side of it, you, you realize this. It's just that, it's just that your moneymaker was Monique the funny girl. That's what everybody knows you for. That's what got you to fame, right? It wasn't Monique Color Purple. It was Monique the Funny Girl. Then you switch gears to, dr- to drama. Then you somehow, it, you even admit it publicly or get it out there that you and Oprah ain't cool. Well, Oprah's, Oprah, Oprah and her clan scare presidents. 
Now, well, Oprah have to have a clan geez. though. No, what I'm just Ellen saying. Ellen did a whole posse? series on her show look, of, of, about the whole look, Oprah thing. Oprah's look, my look, friend. Look, I look, got look, her back. Look, 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 look. Oprah has homegirls like Reese Witherspoon over there, damn near about to cry in front of the whole crowd talking about Oprah. Oprah got so much power on people. Oprah is like a female version of like a talk show Michael Jackson. You see what I'm saying? You can't even, mm-hmm. and when you when that much power, and this is how you got to acknowledge things, you can't front on the power of like an Oprah and be like, oh, it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ain't my friend. Like, that's like the coolest, biggest, bulliest kid at the school. And they be like, who ain't your friend? That one? Oh, I don't know if I can hang with you. Because, <laughs> like, well, I, I'm telling you, the, 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 the most powerful men in this country, up to the president who, who dominates the free world, is like, I know who Oprah is. I ain't trying to piss her off. Like, there's ramifications for pissing Oprah off. You know what I'm saying? I'm not right. saying that you got to stop over this. That's what Monique other. said, though. That was Monique. That was Monique's whole point is that her family, her life, her livelihood has suffered because Oprah's mm. not her friend. No, and and but it makes sense. That's like like okay, put this way, Shreve. Let's just say we're at a job. We don't acknowledge who the boss is, or we don't acknowledge mm-hmm. who say upper level management is. Oprah's like upper level management mm-hmm. in this town. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. like a female Weinstein. If you will, you see what I'm saying? She's a female mm-hmm. version of Harvey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, if you understand that that's management, and then you go to the job and you're pissing off management, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's like, a question we like, have well, to ask ourselves. I want Monique to call the show because I want to know what's up with her and Daddy. I want Monique. If you out there, me and Sharif, Sharif and I, I'm using a little bit of correct grammar. Sharif and I are kind of requesting for you to call into the breakdown. So we can discuss you, the relationship, the incentives, because we want to better understand, because maybe we can help you with the cause. Maybe we can tell <laughs> three people to cut off Netflix. She don't need her help. <laughs> no, I'm maybe saying that. No, I'm saying she, if, she just doesn't know it. But I'm not, because sometimes, I you know, that. sometimes when you ain't got no friends, you might want to call on the breakdown, and it's lonely sometimes at the time. We'll be your Monique, friend. You can. We'll be your friend, trust me, because the men, I ain't going to lie, Monique, you call us, all of a sudden our advertising, we're going to have longer minutes of advertising, so, uh, we're going to be gone. And then, and, 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 and Monique, we'll even, we'll even share something with you that episode, I ain't lying. Call in, girl, we want to know about Daddy, Netflix, even your next move, we want to know about now. She, I want to know about it all, Monique. Use us as your gateway. Let, let us be your therapy, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We just going to tape it. That's all. We just going to tape it and air it. That's all. <laughs> Call us any time of day. We're going to do a special live, special recording just for you, Monique, because I want to know. <laughs> you know, I want to know what is going okay. on, Monique, how she's thinking about these things. Jeez, you are hilarious. We're going to find out. We're going to find It did. It really did. I don't even know what to say. I'm we, we ain't got no callers. We, we ain't got no time for no, no. callers. I'm already yeah. missing that the show got to have to wait till Monday. God dang. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but tune in. Uh, on, on Monday, we will be back at the Monday. same time, 9 p.m. on weeknights. I say weekdays, weeknights. Week, 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 and Shreefa, don't, Shreefa, don't have Monique call you, you don't tell me. Don't have Monique call you, you don't tell me. If she calls, I'm going to be like, this ain't Monique. This ain't you, girl. Yeah. But I know I would. And then y'all gonna have a uh, but, y'all gonna have a conversation. She's gonna be like, she's gonna be like, Monique gonna be like, I'm talking to you, girl. I ain't talking to him. I'm like, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My sister. Oh. I'm talking to my sister. You, my sister. <laughs> anyway, but, 
let me stop. Visit the website at thebreakdownradioshow.com for more information, and we will see you on Monday. Absolutely.